Hey ladies, welcome back to the Black Women Working Podcast. It's Chantelle here. Hey Nats. Hey. <laughs> we back at it. Yeah. So yeah, another another let's talk about it. <laughs> so, My favorite. So much to talk about. Um I want to talk to you about you want to talk to me. I want to talk to, to you, to talk, our listeners. To I want to about. discuss what we think about this four-day week that is moving in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So many of us might have come across some news about businesses, individual businesses, as well as countries as a whole, mm-hmm. considering um, looking at changing what the working week looks like. Mm-hmm. And in terms of um, scope, this is this, this is taking a very varied approach across the globe. Mm. You have countries who I think, you know, historically and in, traditionally have sort of relaxed hours. If we look at like Spain and siesta and the world shuts down at 1.30, doesn't open back till four about that, like those three hour mm-hmm. lunch breaks. Sounds good. And <laughs> then, you know, uh, it's wild. Have you experienced it? No, I've never been traveling. No. I no, mean, no, 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 no. Marcus and I popped out one time for lunch when we was in Milan and it was like, there's no lunch. Everywhere's closed. Isn't that Italy? Do you mean Madrid? No, it was in Milan. So they so in so in Italy as well, they have this three hour lunch thing as well. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't travel, couldn't get to the bank. It was like everybody's with their family at this point. Oh wow. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I mean, that's one, that's one option. Um, and the option that's being spoken about more so at the moment is this four day working week. Mm. Um, currently, as we literally as we speak, Belgium have agreed to give it a go. OK. Um, it's something that has been tried in Japan, Iceland and there's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Wales are Wales are discussing it at the moment. Anyway, why I want to talk about it is because I think I personally think that there's many merits to it. And part of this podcast is about supporting and advocating for the well-being of black women working. Mm -hmm. And one of the topics that we come back to time and time again is the issue of burnout. Yeah. But also, I think as we get older, sort of navigating how we manage our careers as well as our personal endeavours. Um, in terms of hobbies into passion projects Mm. as well as just family life and everything else Mm. Mm. Um, and there's a little bit of a resistance against the four-day week okay so just taking a step back yeah that's it I was going to invite you right here what what is a four-day week what does that mean so there's various approaches to it Mm. Um, some countries take have taken or businesses have taken the approach that a four-day week means compressed hours and we have spoken about this in previous episodes yeah. whereby you essentially do the same amount of working hours in a week but over a shorter period of time mm-hmm. so one approach to it is that you would still work the same amount of hours it would just be over four days instead of five that's one approach mm-hmm. Iceland have um, adopted reduced hours so quite frankly it is a four-day week as so what in, does that mean? However many hours you do in four days, if you mm-hmm. divide, if you currently have a contract that's, I don't know, 35 hours for five days, they're mm-hmm. removing 
the the seven hours so reducing it okay and then you still get paid the same yeah well that's the key that's the key ingredient to this as well is that workers shouldn't have to be paid any less and obviously Mm. if you're doing compressed hours where you're working the same hours over four days it's the same hours so the main thing is that there won't be a loss of earnings and I think that that is probably the biggest bugbear for businesses in terms of how will that work so so what are the advantages like of a four-day week in general because I mean we've worked five days now I would say for as a as a what you know western capitalist society (laughs) we've worked five days a week now um some of us more than that to be fair for nearly a hundred hundred plus years so like why now why do we need to be I think do you know what why now is a great question Mm. you know sitting from where I'm sitting I think you we all know that 2020 forced us to utilize our resources and technologies Mm. in ways that we that were there before but we didn't so the whole idea of working from home the whole idea of building autonomy and trust over our workers to do what they're doing Mm. with Mm. less supervision perhaps Mm. and also you know 2020 gave us that space as work as employees as workers to say actually I can navigate my working life and have an element of rest and have an element of creativity and free time and I think the push for it and the reason why it's so loud is because we are currently operating in a stage where it's supposed to be a new normal right um and there's a push there's there's a slight pushback in in so are you talking about the great resignation so the idea that if you don't make things better you know so since even like in the pandemic and after the pandemic because we're not fully out of it um there has been like a great resignation with lots of people just being like I don't actually have money but I don't want to do this job anymore I don't like it I'm going to resign and so that has been caused by things like burnout stress pandemic people reevaluating their lives and so I think a lot of people have been like I don't want to work long hours I want to enjoy more of my life right this is it and the headlines for that whether or not whether or not a country or business has decided to go in on it that the 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 headline benefit the headline benefits are that a four-day week will increase what employee satisfaction Mm -hmm. companies commitment productivity and decrease stress levels yeah like nobody is ignoring that those are the facts but equally they don't seem to be strong enough facts to push forward and say, let's do this. Mm. So I don't know. What are are your views on a four day week? I am like, I'm part revolutionary part, like keep the, keep things the way it's worked where they are because we don't know any other way. Um, But I mean, like from a personal perspective and obviously you can speak to this more, but I've actually been considering, it's not the same as um, what's been suggested here in the pilot, but I've actually been considering, even though I don't have children, to see if I could possibly go down to like a four day week Mm. um, and figuring out before I approach anyone and ask for that, how I could actually make that work in practice, simply because um, I have found working on five days, all the things you said about not having space for yourself, creativity, all those kind of things, I found that that causes a lot more resentment 
I find it harder to concentrate. And also I'm just like, bun it. Do you know what I mean? When you have work and you have deadlines and stuff like that, if you feel overall tired and overworked and, you know, this phrase that we keep hearing a lot of the time, burnout, 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 um, then you're not going to be able to work to the level that you sometimes you even want to work because you want to do, I believe inherently in a lot of us, we do want to do a good job at what we're doing, even if we're not invested in the job because I think it's good for us to know that we are good at something um and so for me personally I think while I have concerns because I'm like how will it work from a practical perspective another part of me is like I do think we do need to change we are facing a society with heightened levels of anxiety stress stress and anxiety related diseases whether that be um cancer heart disease things like that obviously I'm not a doctor so I'm reaching a little bit but there does seem to be an issue with our with our lifestyle and when you kind of look at the well-being magazines there's always how to stop with stress how to stop anxiety how to turn off how to stop working mm. and I think the idea of possibly having a, a four-day week where people don't lose out on salary um, and have time to themselves to be human and that's accepted that people can have time to themselves and that's normal and okay um, I think it's a brilliant idea now will it work not because will it work because it it doesn't work as a thing or will people allow it to work so you know what I mean like Mm. will will companies become invested will everyone respect the 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 new day that people have off I don't know um but from a lot of the reports and kind of trials that have been run around the world and this is interesting there's been big companies like Unilever um, not in the UK, abroad, I can't remember which company. I know Microsoft in Japan, they tr- they have actually trialed four days. But those companies are so big that it's kind of like, you know, we're the big companies. Everyone in the world is our client. So if we're doing four days a week, you need to respect it. I feel like if you work in a smaller business or maybe if you work for the public sector, not everyone is on board with the with the five days sorry, the four days, it can be difficult, but I'm all for it. I think, because if you think about our theme this year, like working on you, a lot of working on you and working on yourself is setting healthy boundaries for yourself. Mm. And I think the biggest issue for me that I struggled with in 2020 was that being someone that lives alone as well in the middle of a pandemic where you can't really talk to people, you can't really move about, you're just at home. If you're not careful, you will just work every single yeah, yeah, and I, I I think that's where the reservations... No, you were talking about the positive, but I th- you mentioned about small businesses and that's where some of the, the reservations lie. Like, the big question marks are how will this work in terms of b- from sector to sector? And, and I guess that includes if you are a small business. But also, I think what's happening is some people are still envisioning forcing something new into something old and so there's a lot of talk about a four-day week meaning a three-day weekend but there's no real clarity from place to place organization to organization Mm. about how exactly it works now from my perspective I would say that (sighs) I feel like that's a mute point because I feel like it's more about can people handle what they need to handle in the in in the four days 
Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's a mute point because I think there are some, there are some sectors, some businesses that cannot, they can't operate on a four day week. They can't just like, I mean, it's extreme, but like the NHS, you can't shut that down. You can shut down the GP surgery, but you can't shut down the hospital. There are some jobs that are 24 hours and that's that. There are some, but then we need to also remember there are some jobs that were never 24 hours, like the supermarket. Yeah, but those and, jobs, but in, in, in that respect, those people, for example, nurses, they work a certain amount of hours a week. They don't necessarily work Monday to Friday. If you're a nurse, you work Saturday and Sunday as a normal right. day. shift. People who do high risk, I say high risk jobs, but like train drivers, bus, bus, bus drivers, they do like a four day on, four day off because there's an acknowledgement that if you're tired, you're not going to be yeah. necessarily the safest in this job. Like then technically, do... they're already working a four day week anyway. Right. So I think we sort of, if we're going to be creative and we're going to be new, we have to be new and we can't try and force things into a box and you have to be flexible to a degree in that different organizations will choose what works for them so to me I think the reservations don't necessarily outweigh the benefits that are Mm -hmm. to come from a personal perspective whilst it's not the same at all um I've worked four days a week but with a part-time contract for Mm -hmm. almost a decade Mm -hmm. but that is that does come with the sacrifice of as little I say as little I I lose at least 12 to 15 grand depending mm. on what role I'm in in school mm. at least mm. by making that decision and that's a decision that I've had to make mm. on the toss-up literally of my well-being and burnout mm. with my other responsibilities namely being a mother and then mm. other things um and I, I say that to say even though they are very different is three out of the four jobs that I've ended up working four days Mm. a week for were advertised as full-time and I get to the interview do what I need to do I stay in my application do what I need to do in the interview and then the any questions part asks them to acknowledge I've requested four days a week Mm. there's been a time where I've had a standoff with that it was like (laughs) well we want five days and I'm like well maybe you don't want me (laughs) and that's that because that's my boundary that is my boundary um I if I can help it I don't ever want to work five days a week honestly at least not for an employer so um I'm saying this to say I've applied to full-time jobs and these are in leadership these are in middle management and I'm effective at my job which is why I can be what some people would say ballsy enough to turn up to a job that's advertised full-time and say yeah I'll do it in four days now I don't take my work home Mm. I do I do think I am actually working compressed hours because I do everything that's required of everybody that's in the building five days a week and so for someone like me who is effective in my role but sat compromising my pay a four-day week in what's being proposed I think the pay is the thing here mm. that's the the carrot on the stick or, or the thing that's making it hard to say yes we'll do it but I think that's the thing that will make a difference because often what's keeping people in their jobs and when I talk to people who have returned full-time from part-time mm. the reason is not because they want to be back at work five the days because they can't afford it yeah. so I'm for it I'm absolutely for it 
I just think you just need to apply apply um, reason and rationale to your setting. Yeah, I think separately though, there is a wider question to, but a wider discussion to have. And I think maybe something we should like discuss in a separate episode about how to, to actively manage the hours you work and how to, to, to set boundaries. Yeah. Because I think something that was interesting that you said is that I'm a teacher and I don't take work home. And in a way, I'm not obviously coming for any teachers, but I'm saying one of the main complaints I know of from people who teach is the amount of work that they take home. And in and of itself, that is like a boundary. That, that was set. a very, but that was a very, uh, what you call it, intentional decision that I made about six, seven years into my career because you could come to my house and you'd find a whole classroom. You'd mm. find books on the dining table to mark, the laptops open. I remember out of embarrassment, a trainee opened mm. a document and mm. was like, you were online at 2 a.m. Because they could yeah. see last edited. Yeah. So, and whilst I could say, I, I mean, at the point that I made the decision, my, mm. my well-being was being compromised. Yeah. When I entered my career, I entered knowing that in order to refine my craft and be good at it, I am going to have to throw the way that I work and the way that I like things to be. I am going to throw everything at it. And yeah. I was conscious to the fact that in the earlier parts of my career, that would mean working maybe harder than I would 10 years down the line. Mm. But at the point that I was very intentional about I am not taking work home, that's when family life started to come in. That's when... Mm. I realized, oh, there's other things that I might want to pursue. So that's not something that happens by accident. And that does also mean exactly what you're saying. And maybe that is definitely another conversation. I, I then had to switch up how I work at work. Yeah. To be able to do that. Um, and I was going to say something else, but it's gone out of my brain. Um, you were, I don't know, you, I interrupted you to be fair. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I think that this is the whole, the, the whole point behind this from my view is, is well-being. Right? That's what I was going to say. It's well-being. Um, and I think that is why no matter how many kind of well-being emails your company sends around or things like that, we are still a long way away from actually genuinely valuing well-being. And I think that um, that there are kind of practicalities like how will it work? How will it work if we're a business and we do four days a week, but everyone else does five days a week? Will you be under will you be under stress to compromise? Blah 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 blah. How will it work in practice? Most definitely. But I feel like we're still not in a position where we're saying actually the fact that people don't, the fact that people are depressed, the fact that people are working all hours under the sun, isn't actually a good thing. I think that's we're still the very much in the make. We're still very much in the vein of, and I feel like when you're a manager, you probably you probably inherit this, even if you don't mean to. But we're still very much in the vein of, you know, if someone's meant to work nine to five and they work nine to six, we just got an hour for free. That's a bonus. And it's like, right, we, we have and to move. We have to, as a society, move away from it. But separately, I think you also, as an individual, whether we get a four day week or not. Um, you have to set boundaries, like you said, 
about not taking so, work home for yourself there's there's that there's on an individual level what does boundaries at work look like where are the push and the pulls it's mm-hmm. not always balanced you know mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. in accounting year end you know that that period is mad. there will there'll be times of the year mm. where there's more pressure applied cool mm. so on the individual level mm. you do have to know put the push and the pull of your job and your mm. boundaries but the other side of that is actually what does it look like for employers to look after their employees because even if you are in this world of compressed hours it does mean that perhaps your working day might be slightly longer. It doesn't take away microaggressions. It doesn't take away, you know, whatever working environment you're working in. And exactly what you said, you know, we've recently had some emails about um, staff. What do you want for well-being? And I, I refused to join the group mm-hmm. or join the conversation because it's not for me to tell you how to look after me to some end, as in a parent, a child doesn't get to tell a parent, this is what you should do. Do you think that an employer has that type of, like, I don't want to go into it, but do you think, how much responsibility does your employer have? Because I mean, I had to think about this for myself in terms of obviously, like my job working corporately as well, bearing in mind I'm 10 years in, so how I approach things and how I work will um, be very different from someone who's just starting out someone who's a lot more junior but I had to make a decision that regardless of how much work regardless of how many phone calls regardless of how much chasing I am only going to record a certain amount of billable hours it is it still is above and beyond um, what is legally required of me in terms of what's in my contract but I realized that the work was never going to stop the expectations were never going to be lower But what I could do was for my own peace of mind, say, this is what I'm technically required to do. This is what I think I can manage and work and just dedicate myself to working consistently at a a pace. Thinking like this is where I have to argue that employers have to do more. Let's take the example of Google and the way in which workplaces have the ability to facilitate better well-being. I don't work for Google. I don't know many people in there, but you know the whole idea of like they've got playrooms, they've got refreshments, blah, 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 because they see it as this is what is important in making sure that their staff are looked after. Mm -hmm. I just think that there is, whether or not we're doing compressed hours and we're saying people have a four-day week or they continue working the way they are, there is still a conversation, and I think it's a valid conversation for us to have, about workplaces actually taking responsibility for what it looks like to look Mm. after your employees Mm. because Mm. there's no amount of croissants and breakfast mornings or emails about things to do to look after yourself that, that really says you are looking after me because clearly those things are not working. So in yeah. terms of the issue, the issue at heart being how we manage burnout individually, but also how organisations look after our well-being. Mm. Four days, five days, six days, seven days, the ish, that issue of well-being still there. Yeah, I mean, I think having a four-day week is a step to it. One thing that I liked about Belgium was that, and we, we didn't pick up on this earlier, but they actually made it in offence, like your employer to contact you out of you're allowed to ignore them you're allowed (laughs) you're allowed to ignore them and not suffer repercussions so like they couldn't call you into a room and have an appraisal saying you didn't respond to this email at 7 30 p.m 
but that just speaks to us about the toxic nature of the workplace that somebody is going to side eye you or feel aggrieved because you didn't respond to an email that they sent at 5.07 on Friday and Monday morning you've come in and you don't and their issues not resolved like the culture of just being a worker and not a person the culture of you know regardless of working four or five days or whatever that there'll still be microaggressions there'll still be workplace bullying the fact that they have to say that out loud says that the issue is more than just the hours that we work <laughs> I mean it's a different one it's it's a different one because I'm just kind of like I still I'm still going for it because I feel like it would solve a lot of our problems but then part of me like I said is you know if you work a four-day week and because you don't have boundaries you work to 11 p.m Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to whatever how you want to do it you're kind of the problem if that makes sense. I used to think when I was working long hours and stuff, because I still do work long hours and I try and stay on top of it, I used to think, oh, you know, Babylon has just got me here in the trenches. But I had to realise that I was in some respects, not all respects, making a choice to accept that working lifestyle and also to work that long. So I think it works, it works both ways. For me, it's good to have it if it's respected. I do think it can work. Um, but in the same breath, we don't know if we're ever going to get a four-day week. If we do, we don't know if we're going to get it anytime soon. So you do need to think about how you work and have some boundaries and have some non-negotiables um, that you take into any, you know, you take into any workplace. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm just, I think on reflection of like our last few conversations, the last few, let's talk about it. I think I feel like we're definitely moving into a space of, mm. yes, we can advocate, support and protect our own rights and the things that we want. But there's definitely, there's definitely more, I'm feeling like there's more of a call to action from the organisations. And it's funny because it doesn't quite lean to the working on me thing, theme, but it's like there's only so much I can work on myself without institutional changes. I can work on myself and I can work on myself and I can set boundaries and I can mm. do whatever feels better, be better. But I think we keep, we, we keep returning to this crux between individual responsibility and structural. Um, structural. And that divide needs to shift. All right, well. That's where I land. All right, that's where I land. But I'm here for the four-day week, yeah, 100%. I'm here for the four-day week as well. And I'm here for I'm here for my employer to contact me after a certain period of time. And if I don't respond, I don't get any repercussions. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I can't believe that's a thing, but why? Imagine. Well. We are where we are. All right, then. Well. I, I, I want to hear from our listeners, as always. I want to hear who is currently working a four-day week. Um, and we're not talking about part-time. We're talking about under, under, the new, under the new, in inverted commas, idea of compressing your hours, not compromising your pay, um, how that's working out for them and their organisation. But also just our views, like if it becomes an option, who's taking it? Hands up, me. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get up, 
get at us on the socials. That's at BWW Podcast UK via Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can send us an email at blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. Until next time, which feels like it's going to be very soon again. <laughs> can we just can't stop talking? All right, let's look after yourself, honey. Bye. Bye. Bye.